and welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean, and this podcast is all about following Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life, and I have all of the gentlemen with me today. So gentlemen, would you say hi? This is Rob Spikestra, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Knorr, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director. Well, what we want to do today is talk about Sunday, December 25th. 25th. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have gotten some very um, evil looks <laughs> over the past couple weeks Uh-oh. as people found out that we have a plan to have Sunday gathering on Christmas Day this year. And I felt like it's probably a good opportunity to talk about this on the podcast. Um, it, it, it puts, uh, puts some things in perspective for all of us. It's, um, Christmas morning and all of us, prob- all of us have our own unique Christmas t- traditions, right? And once every seven years, this happens where Christmas falls on a Sunday morning. And for us as a church, this, um, this kind of puts us in a quandary a little bit. And it's a quandary because, let me just tell you why it's a quandary. Well, it's only happened once before in the history of our church. And we are still, after 11 years, we still set up and tear down every single Sunday. We have a shared space that's owned by the city. And so to have a Sunday gathering on Christmas Day, it requires... Um, at, I would say at least six hours of work of setup and teardown. So we do some teardown on Saturday night or, you know, the night before, uh, and then we do some teardown or setup. I'm sorry, set up on Saturday night, some set up on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Then we have typically two services and then we have to tear it all down. And obviously we also have a Christmas Eve gathering. And for us, we can't, uh, we don't have a building that's big enough to do one, uh, Christmas Eve gathering, and so we have to go rent out a space, and so we have to do set up and tear down there at another space on Saturday night, and that's taking the staff and uh, volunteers away from their family on Christmas Eve, and then we're asking them to do it again on Sunday morning. That's a big ask for our people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seven years ago when it happened, we were young enough as a church, I just said, nope, let's just cancel Christmas Eve. We're going to have, or Christmas Eve, we're going to have Christmas Eve gathering, but let's cancel Christmas Day gathering. Yeah. Um, here we are again, seven years later, and uh, I came to the staff this year with a different conviction. <laughs> mm. um, quite frankly, it's still an issue. Yeah. I am concerned with the setup and the teardown, and I want our staff and our, our deacons and pastors to be able to spend... Uh, adequate time with their family on Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day. I'm so concerned with that, um, but I'm also more convinced than ever from Scripture that um, the Lord wants us to keep the Sabbath. The Lord wants us to worship Him on His day. And His day, um, you know, the Jewish Sabbath was on Saturday, and then Jesus Christ rose from the dead on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so the New Testament records that. And uh, here's what uh, Revelation chapter 1, 
Um, verse 10 says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying. <clears throat> so there we have in Revelation 1, John talking about he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, yeah. meaning Sunday. Like Sunday was considered the Lord's day or mm-hmm. we could say the, the new Sabbath, right? <clears throat> and it's one of the Ten Commandments is, is to keep the Sabbath day holy and to worship the Lord on it. So I kind of brought that conviction to the staff and said, hey, I think uh, we should still do... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, Chris, we should still do worship Sunday gathering on uh, Christmas morning. But I did... I said, let's try not to do any setup and teardown. Let's <clears throat> go to one service. Come in. This think old school church. You come in. There's no setup. There's no teardown. There's no sound system. It's just one person on stage singing mm-hmm. and the congregation. You're going to hear the, the voices of the congregation, etc. It's going to be less than an hour long. We're going to get in, worship the Lord, and then um, we, can, we can kind of move on with the rest of our day. Yeah. So I want to be mindful of our volunteers, but I still want to give the Lord mm-hmm. his due on yeah. that day. <clears throat> now, wasn't an easy sell. To, yeah. to the staff. And then as it got out, out a little wider, my own wife pushed back on it. <clears throat> my mom pushed back on it. Like I started getting all all of the, the, the pushback, you know? What's the pushback? Is it like a lot of people saying, well, you could worship anywhere. We're worshiping, worshiping with our family and celebrating um, Jesus and all the things in, in our own homes, right? Yeah, that's one pushback. Another pushback is... <laughs> Hey, we did Christmas Eve last night. Like, <laughs> right. Why do we have to do it again? You know, mm-hmm. didn't the Sabbath start at night? You know, like that kind of mentality. Um, what about the, what about all the the cookers out there? Right, they, they 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 cook for about three days. You know, it's not just a you know two hour cook. Throw some things together. It, it takes a while to prep that stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's so what we're getting into is there are we have family traditions. Yeah, that Christmas is one of the highest holy days of our calendar. Mm -hmm. I would say culturally, it might be the highest. The highest. I mean, I think even economically, you know, the the amount of money that's spent on Christmas, I think it is the highest, holiest day for us as a society, and we all have our family traditions. We talked with Amanda about, you know, our own family traditions. Mm -hmm. And many times, the church, since it only happens once every seven years, that the church gathering on Sunday morning really interferes yeah. with our own personal plans. Yeah. You know, I like, we like as a family, we get up early in the morning, we do our Christmas presents, you know, and, yep. and do all that. And we make, uh, and then we go over to my parents typically for breakfast and open some presents over there. And then we go home and chill out. And then we come back for lunch. And, you know, it's a big whole ordeal that we do. Mm-hmm. And worshiping the Lord is going to, is I'm gonna ha- we're going to have to uh, get up and get dressed and take a shower and get ready. We can't just lay around in our pajamas and then we're going to have to go, you know, go to the gathering and that's going to, you know, yeah. interrupt those plans. So I think most of the pushback is centered around um, the sanctity of our Christmas traditions. Yeah, yep. sure. Right? Mm-hmm. How would you, what, how, what are you thinking about that, Rob? Well, you- let's, let's peel it back a little bit more, if you don't mind. So we actually... Before we brought it to the staff, we talked about it as elders, 
And I will tell you, initially we said we were not going to have a Sunday morning service. Now, our main issue was the set setup. Take down Christmas Eve night, set up Christmas morning. We thought already we were asking so much of our volunteers, primarily because our worship team, the, the singers, are, are primarily our, our, our all volunteers. They're the ones who are doing all this work. Yeah. And so initially we said, okay, we can't, we can't do that. And so in our heads, we had only one model of a Sunday morning of what that was supposed to look like, and that was to have a full... You know, set up and, and everything. And it wasn't until, but, but I would say at that moment, we were all reluctantly saying, ah, man, our situation is so, you know, this, this logistical situation just does not make this work well yeah. for us. So I think, I think we reluctantly said, no, we probably shouldn't do this for the sake of our volunteers. It wasn't until, I, I don't know who came up with it among us as, as elders, but one of us said, hey, have we ever thought about just doing it without any sound system? And, and at that point, like, huh. I guess they had been doing that for, well, I don't know, centuries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, once we came to that point, then it, I, I think for as, as elders, we were like, we were much more satisfied with, because I think we were all reluctantly saying, oh, we should be doing this. This is the Lord's, this is the Lord's day. It's the yeah. Lord's day. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so we know that there are going to be people traveling. So here's, here's, the, yeah. here's the logistical nightmare. Um, probably, a, I would say at least half of our band and our singers are traveling. Yep. Yeah. So then, to get volunteers is a nightmare. Then we've got set up and tear down, which all of the speakers, all the stuff. Then nursery and all of our kids and our kids ministry getting volunteers again on Christmas is is a nightmare. And so the, just the it was a logistical nightmare, and we just said, you know what, let's not put stress on everybody, and let's just um, we're going to have to cancel this year. Yeah. And then I was on my solitude day, and I was thinking about it. And I was becoming more and more unsettled on what is this day about? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's as simple as this is Christmas. Yeah. This is, we're celebrating the birth of Christ, the incarnation. And this is the Lord's day. And on the Lord's day, we're going to make it about us yeah. and our family traditions and our Christmas presents and mm-hmm. how it inconveniences us. Yeah, just think about Christ. So, so Jesus Christ, King of Heaven, King of Heaven, on the throne, enjoying eternity in a sense, you know, uh, apart from us and don't need us. And yet, what does he do? He sets all those rights aside. He comes and we sang just yesterday that song. I just love that song where it talks about that he, I think he, he he's laid in a, he does this, it doesn't say manger, but anyway, in the dirt. I mean, basically, he was born in poverty for us. Yeah, he he set aside a lot of his income. It was pretty inconvenient. We'll yeah. just put it that way yeah. for him, in one sense, to do what he did. And so, for us not to inconvenience ourselves a little bit, yeah, yeah. that just seems so, you know, contradictory of what the whole morning is supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think when you look at it too, it's it's the more you think of it, it's it's submitting. Right, sure. Submitting our traditions underneath, you know, God's word, and I think that's the hardest thing to do. I mean, we talk about women submitting, but as men, you know, that are leading the church, are we going to submit some of our traditions and lead our families well to be able to follow Christ? That's a great, and that's the hardest thing. And I I tell you, when you know, even having to kind of walk through this, it was good for me to consider how strongly I value that Christmas morning, those traditions, Mm -hmm. and it created a sense of wow, I. I'm really putting a, maybe too much value even yeah. on those things in comparison. So it, it was it was good for me to 
it was good for me to be rethinking it as well, to realize, no, you're right. God's word, what has he told, told us to do? He tells us to gather together mm-hmm. on the Sabbath or on now the new Sabbath that we have, Lord's Day. Yeah, it's, 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 it's good. It's a, it's a good process to walk through. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was on my, my uh, solitude day, and I started thinking, and then I just said, <laughs> many times when it's a hard decision, I'm just like, yeah, we got to do it. You know, like, yeah. this, is, this is a hard decision. My flesh doesn't want to do it, right. and so I know I have to do it. Like, I know I, right. this is what I, I don't want to do, and so we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so I was like, all right, we're doing it. And then I said, and that originally I was like, if we just gather together and we from the congregation sing four Christmas hymns or something and a 15-minute homily, preach mm-hmm. sermon, mm-hmm. we're worshiping the Lord, we're, we're telling our families this is what the day's all about, we're, we're reminding ourselves this is about Jesus and the gift of God and not about what we give. I'm like, of course, this is the Lord's day. We have to worship him on, on his day. Mm-hmm. And so I said, all right. I'm gonna just this is how I'm gonna sell it to the <laughs> sell it to the staff. Nobody has a set of anything. Joel, if you want to just sing, you know, four songs, you can do it. I'll get up and preach. We'll do this thing, and then you're like, well, I'll do it. Yeah. Like I yeah, do you're it. doing Christmas Eve, <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I could probably do something yeah. here. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, and all the, <laughs> the elders were all in agreement. We all wanted to worship the Lord on the Lord's day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think it's it's a great opportunity to remember why we do what we do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like, this yeah. is about Jesus, yeah. mm-hmm. and this is Jesus' day. So, yeah, we should submit our plans and our liturgies, of course, to him. Now, also, another another thing that we often forget about, uh, me, I specifically forget about because I've got a big family, I've got a young family, there's a lot going on, but there are people in our church who they're empty nesters. They're oh, sure. People in our church who are divorced or people in our church who are mm-hmm. widowed, um, singles, you know, and what are they going to do, yeah. right? They, they're not, they want to come to the worship. They want to yeah. come and, and be with their church family. Yep. And so when we take breaks because, uh, you know, our, we're inconvenienced, we are, you know, we're actually taking away their, an opportunity for them to worship the Lord. Yeah as well, right? And they're not slammed and busy and mm-hmm. all the things. And I think, too, even checking our hearts when everything is stripped away, right? The cool stuff on the screens, right? Everything looking cool in the foyer and, you know, on the stages. And, you know, a lot of people are coming to somewhat be entertained. You know, will you still worship? Will you still sit underneath his word and, and you know, get what God has for you in that sermon? Yeah. You know, and I think that's sometimes hard for us to think about, you know, when everything is stripped away. Will yeah. we worship him? And it's... It is recentering because worship is meant to be primarily about God and what God requires of us, right? And not about what we get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy on Christmas morning to go, oh no, I'm, I've got all this family time. I got all this fun. I got this all enjoyment. I don't need anything today. And so I don't need to come to the, to the gathering. And it reminds us, no, no, no. Worship is supposed to cost you something. Yeah. Remember David, when he was, he wanted the field and uh, the guy said, oh, I'll give you the field. And he's like, no, 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 no. I won't. I can't take the field from you to, and offer it to the Lord. I, I can't w- offer something to God that didn't cost me anything. Mm. That worship is meant to be costly, right? And, and in Christmas morning, it, it costs us something, right? We got to yeah. lay aside our normal rhythms, our family traditions in order to put God first. Yeah, that's good. So 
So the plan is one Sunday gathering. We are, we're, we're not going to do 8.30. We're only going to do <clears throat> 10.30 gathering. Um, there, Joel, I've, recent thing, I think Joel said he might set up a PA system or something. He might set something up. Um, but it's going to be stripped back. It's mm-hmm. going to be minimal. We'll have an opportunity for visitors. If you've got family over, if you've got family from out of town and they want to come and worship the Lord on Christmas morning, yeah. they're still going to hear the gospel and it'll be a great opportunity for them to come to the gathering. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so we'll be, going, we'll be doing our normal liturgy, but like I said, we'll be a little bit more stripped down with that liturgy. We'll still have the Lord's Supper mm-hmm. that morning. I keep telling myself as I'm preparing for this, homily, 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 yeah. homily. There'll be kids there. There'll be kids there. There'll be kids mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be no, there'll be no uh, kids ministry. So yeah. it's everybody. It's mm-hmm. everybody in there. So I realize yeah. their attention span is going to be a little shorter. So we're going to make sure that it's, it's a, you know, applies to that reality. So yeah, yeah. it'll be good. So we, we sing the doxology often around our dinner table and it's begins with, you know, praise God from yeah. whom all blessings flow mm-hmm. and family is a blessing mm-hmm. from God. Right. But we must keep family in its proper place. Yes. And that is not as a God, mm-hmm. but as a blessing mm-hmm. from God. Yeah. And when family tradition bumps up against Christian duty, right? Yeah. Christian duty must trump family if, yeah. if God is our God and family's not our God, right? And so I think this is one opportunity for us and you know what? It's been great for me personally to talk to my kids about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, immediately, what? <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing that? Hold on. They're like, are we opening presents before or after? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's we, the real we deal, need right? the details. <laughs> so details it's, first, It's Dad. a little more complicated than that. <laughs> yeah. So we're still going to do Christmas morning at our house. You know, they rip through those presents so fast. Yeah, yeah. But what we're doing now is then we're going to hang out, hang out at our house a little longer they're going to have to take showers, get ready for... And I told them, hey, you, you're probably going to get a new outfit, you know, on, on for Christmas, so you can wear that new outfit to, to the Christmas mm-hmm. worship, get prepared for church. We're going to go to church, and then from church, we're going to go to my parents' house. Yeah. And so my parents have gifts for the kids, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, usually they make breakfast now to be lunch this year. So instead of just leaving our house in our pajamas and going to my parents, yeah. we're going to get dressed, go to church, and then leave church and go to my parents. So... Um, it's breaking tradition, but I also, I, I talked to my kids, hey, this is actually going to be more enjoyable mm. because you get the presents you have at home. We get to thank God for them. We get to light the Christ candle. We get to go on uh, Christmas morning, yeah. light that Christ candle, see that Christ candle lit, sing to Jesus, thank him from whom all blessings flow. All mm. those gifts came from Jesus. Yeah. That's going to settle our soul a little bit mm-hmm, and we yeah. get to enjoy what we've already got and then we get to go to grandma's mm-hmm. nanny's house and get more presents you know yeah, yeah. so it's kind of str- it's just stretching it out it's just stretching it out a little bit but i like the idea of in the midst of all of our getting in the midst of all of our family and all of our love and all of the, the enjoyment that we we put god in the middle of it yeah. Yeah. you know because he's all the cliches he is the reason yeah, for the season. Right, right. Christ in Christmas. Right, you know, yeah. like people who get frustrated that people say happy holidays mm. instead of Merry Christmas, but then they skip church on Christmas Day. Yeah. You're not putting Christ in Christmas. Mm. You're not keeping Christ in Christmas. Mm-hmm. So don't be a hypocrite. Right? Yeah. This is once every seven years. There's like a sabbatical principle here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there really is. Once every seven years. <laughs> 
the Christian worship Sabbath falls on Christmas morning. And I think what I want people to hear too is like, I mean, it's been a process for all of us to, you know, from our head to our heart to our hands to follow through with this. I mean, and if you're just hearing this podcast, it's going to be the same for you. So we're not just expecting you to come, you know, willingly, like I want to praise the Lord. Like, no, it it may be like a, I got to process this. I got to get it down to my heart. And then when your whole family, um, you leading them to come to, you know, worship God. So. Yeah, and then just even thinking about, we've, we've touched on it, but as the parents, you are setting the culture of your home, right? And so if you're looking at it as, ah, oh, we can skip it, it doesn't matter, then you are 100% teaching your children that at least once not worshiping God is more important than worshiping God. And then you, you can't be frustrated down the road when they're like, oh, I don't want to go to church because, you know, we don't always go to church when, when we can. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, if you have family members who aren't believers, it is a powerful apologetic for the gospel to say, oh, hey, this is great. We're going to go to church. Mm. Like, Come with us. Oh, well, you don't have to do that. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. This, this thing that we're doing, it's not just something we're doing. It's being called into the presence of God. It's something greater than these presents, something greater than the meal we're going to go to. Yeah. And so it's, I mean... If you want to live life on mission, it is a perfect opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. Appreciate that. And it just made me think of the fact that when so often we'll talk about uh, at our MC, for instance, uh, sometimes we'll pray. And when we pray for our food, we'll remind ourselves of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, for this food. Appreciate it. It reminds us that what this will be something that will satisfy us for a moment, yes. but it only points us to the one who satisfies us forever. Yes. Same way with this, we can say the same thing with regards to our Christmas morning is, yeah, these are great gifts. We love it. They remind us of something. They satisfy us for the moment, but Christ, the one who will satisfy us forever. So it's just one more, as you pointed out, an apologetic for that, for that uh, reality. On Sunday mornings before the gathering, when we're praying with the worship team and those who are serving, we also often talk about the reality that worship is warfare. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a war going on in the spiritual realm, a war for our love, a war for our affection, a war for our attention, a war for our worship. And we can put that worship on Satan and the things of darkness. We can put that on the things of the world. Mm -hmm. We can put that on ourself, right? Or we can put that on God. Mm -hmm. And Christmas morning, because there's so many trappings, you've got, obviously you got family, but you've got materialism, right? Um, just the reality that, you know, we're giving gifts and those gifts um, have a way of orienting our heart towards the things of this world. Sure. And it's important that we, we're, we're not ascetics. We're not the people who push away from all good things and say, we, you know, this world is all bad and we shouldn't enjoy them. No, we believe that this world is a gift from a good God and we should enjoy them. But we have to have, in the words of St. Augustine, our, we have to have ordinate affections. So our, our affections have to be ordered rightly. God first, yeah. everything else underneath that. Yeah. And that's not, an, that's not something you say. You ask any Christ, supposed Christian, any nominal Christian... Who do you love the most? God. Yeah. Who do you obey the most? God. Well, 
not if on Christmas morning you you literally don't even think about attending church. Like mm. it's not even in your mind. Like why? What are you talking about? Duh! This is Christmas morning. No, I'm not going to church. Right. God is not in your mind in that way. As like your affections have not been ordered on that day rightly. Now, if, if there's a struggle, oh man, I got family, I got all this. Other, oh, okay, maybe. But if you're not even thinking about it, if it's just like, no, I'm just, I'm staying home, I'm not going to go, then your affections are not rightly ordered. Mm, yeah. And so this kind of really reveals the fact that that we're in a war, a, a war for our worship. Yeah. And like, what are we going to do when, you know, it's it hurts a little bit. Like it's yeah. it's difficult, right? So I, I'm 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 calling our our church to to make you know, this have a settled disposition. Mm -hmm. If no one in our family is sick, we're not quote unquote providentially hindered from coming to the worship gathering. Guess what? It's Sunday, the Lord's day. Yeah. We're going to church. Yeah. Nobody's sick on Christmas. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) So, um, it's just, man, to, it's so weird. We, we've grown up in this culture. If we went back a hundred years, we really would not be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Everyone went to church yeah. on, on Sunday. Like the majority of people went to church on Sunday mm. and it was just what you did. And when I say the majority, I mean, if you were a Christian, you went to church yeah. on Sunday, right? And you went to church on Christmas and you went to church on Christmas Eve. Like, yeah. you, you did that, but we've been so influenced by individualism Mm -hmm. and we you didn't here's the other thing you didn't have anything else to do on sunday yeah (laughs) so true because there were no sports on sunday the stores were closed closed on sunday you many of the gas stations were closed on sunday like you couldn't go do all Mm -hmm. you couldn't do what we normally do on sunday on on sundays right like and even in parts of you know the, the bible belt Things don't open until afternoon on Sunday yeah. today. Um, so, man, I, I think it's important for us. Uh, this is one area where I think we need to dig our heels in and resist mm. the pull of the culture. And we need to be rooted to, to historic Christian tradition yeah. and trust that it's going to orient our worship and orient our souls in a certain direction. And it's going to form us so that we can resist the pull of the world when it comes to consumerism, when it comes to individualism, when it comes to the desire to, to let my, I would say subjectivism, yeah. my feelings are the most important thing in my life, mm-hmm. right? Not objective truth. Yeah. So I think it's an, it's an important uh, thing to do. Now listen, if you are traveling, uh, if you're going to see grandparents or parents for Christmas, man, I would say find a church. Yeah. If you're going yeah. to do that, Bring them to church. Go to church. Find an Acts 29 church. Find, you know, the church your parents go to. Like, keep this um, conviction even when you're away from us. So question for you. So we're we're getting these convictions. We're feeling like we, this is what God has called us to. We're looking through scripture, all the things. Um, So what does this look like when Christmas falls on a Tuesday? Is this something that we would do on a Tuesday? It's, It's the Lord's day, you know, it's... No, that's it's what not we're celebrating. Well, so, I mean, that, not the Lord's Day, but this is what we're celebrating. This is the focus, all the things. Right. So I think I don't. I don't think so. So we're talking specifically about the Lord's Day being Sunday, and okay. that's the, why this is a big deal. Any other time, I think the Christmas Eve special gathering, right? That's mm-hmm. what that. That's what that is for. Okay. That 
so the, the Christmas Eve gathering is to celebrate <clears throat> the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That, that is our holiday that mm-hmm. we're celebrating. Sunday is the Lord's Day. That's where we, we're, we're meant to not forsake the gathering of ourselves together, even more so as the day of the Lord draws near. Okay. We're called to preach the gospel. We're called to sing and worship him. We're called to confess our sins. We're called to do that every single Lord's Day. It doesn't matter if it falls on a holiday or not. Okay. So that's what we're saying. We're, we're keeping the worship of the Lord central. Yep. And, and that worship is meant to orient us towards God mm-hmm. and make us into the type of people who actually have the spiritual strength and stamina through the wet rest of the week. Right? Now listen, are the holidays more stressful or less stressful than normal weeks? More stressful. Yeah. So do you think you need more spiritual strength and more spiritual stamina yeah, or less? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Sure. Like, My goodness. So we probably need more. And and again, we should not neglect the gathering together yeah. and the worship of the Lord on the Lord's Day. Yeah. So that's a little bit of our apologetic for why we're doing our Sunday gathering. And um, it's going to be a little stripped back, but it's going to be sweet. I'm expecting it to be sweet. Uh, short and sweet. Short yep. and sweet. Right, Rob? Yep, that's right. Short and sweet, Rob. Homily, homily, Sweet. <laughs> anything else, guys? You got anything else to add or any other thoughts? That's good, man. That's good. Nope. Cool. Yeah. All right. We hope to see you at our Christmas Eve and our Christmas Day gatherings this year. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless.